Well, hello guys. Hello from Austin, Texas. You can tell by some of the, the clobber being worn on stage that we are in cowboy country. <laughs> Welcome to the, the, the first episode of The Zone Meets, our new podcast series. The idea behind pod, uh, The Zone Meets is that we take advantage of the fantastic people and partners we work with at the heart of sport, of media, of tech and entertainment. Uh, today's episode is is is, uh, is is a real sign of things to come, I hope. Three very special guests, partners and friends of the business. Uh, to my left, a man who needs no introduction, despite his disguise today. <laughs> uh, KSI. Yo, yo. YouTuber, pay-per-view boxer, uh, hydration drink businessman. Musician. Um, what else is there? I think I've done a movie at one point, but we, well, let's forget about that one. <laughs> but yeah, I... I a man of everything. Still young, still young. Yeah, still young. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, a man that does everything. Uh, there is no box. <laughs> unticked. No box unticked. I just love being able to be free and just be accessible to do whatever I like and be successful at that as well. Well, great. We'll come back to a lot of that. Mams Taylor, your manager, your business partner, a friend of the zone, a founding partner, along with Callis Owland at Wasserman Boxing of the MF and the Zone X series, our new ventures, why we're in Texas this weekend. We'll talk about that. Thank you guys uh, for being here. Nice to be with you. Um, we want to talk about a few things. We've got about half an hour in the conversation today. We want to cover, first of all, our partnership together. We've, mm. we've, we've launched recently, this is being our third event coming up, uh, the MF and the Zone X series, really the home of what we're trying to build of crossover boxing, something that you've been at the heart of for the last few years. Um, so tell us why you're involved in this, why you're excited about it for all three of you. Well, I think I think um, JJ and I. Obviously, JJ was uh, boxing. Uh, actually, before we met, he had a couple of boxing matches, and then I got on board with JJ and sort of met him around the Logan JJ uh, part two. And for me, I I know JJ's mindset is um, very entrepreneurial, and it made sense for us to do our own business together, and also. Uh, JJ's passion for the sport and to platform others. He's helped so many other creators um, throughout. So this just had the perfect synergy and the perfect ingredients to, to put something like this together. And then Kala, I've known since, uh, what, 30 years now? Don't say it. Older than I look. Yeah, one of my very close friends, and it just it just all kind of made sense. And then with you guys, perfect partnership. So we're you know, really excited. About. Yeah, and Kala, obviously you, you are a traditional boxing promoter. That's your day-to-day -day core business, right? That's your family business. What yeah. excites you about getting yeah. involved in crossover boxing? Not look too far back in history and some of the comments I made about Jake Paul and things like that and and what I thought about certain matchups being made. And, and you know, life is a lot about timings and, and, you know, Mams was very vocal about starting up this project and... We just successfully sold our business to, to Wasserman, obviously the, the leading sports giant uh, on planet Earth. And we wanted to get bigger and bigger and in, in the traditional world of boxing. And then we had this this meeting um, in the boardroom in, in London. It feels like ages yeah, ago. but yeah. it was, And it was the first time really we sat down with, with JJ and Mams and, and sort of it was a very informal meeting. But the first vibe I got was... This guy's serious about what he does, yeah. And yeah. and you know you've got to, you know, it's a you know modern days, 2022. This is 
a modern day entrepreneur. It's a man who's built his way up from zero followers or subscribers or yeah, yeah. My, no, no, my no, old no, school. Uh, but, but that's the way it works, man. And he's sitting now today with, I don't know, 30, 40, whatever, how many of a million subscribers it is. So you know that he's a driving force in whatever he does. But what I was surprised, what, what me and Mams hadn't discussed is, is how dedicated he is to the sport and you know, we're here now in Austin, Texas. He's flown in with his two trainers, his chef, uh, you name it, a whole team. And his hat as well. To prepare, and, the hat, and the hat, and the hat, and the hat. And the, and and the, the boots. And yeah. the boots. And the boots. Well, yeah. um, but it, but it, was, it was more than, you know, I, I'm, to be quite frank, I'm not into things like we saw recently in a Mayweather fight in Deji. I know it's your brother, but I think it's a great opportunity, obviously, for Deji. Does it interest me? No. I love what we're doing here. We're, we are in a segment that is so exciting. I say that as a boxing purist because it adds to the sport. We really bring fresh eyes to it. We're producing events where you're seeing names actually build their own careers. I mean, Dean, Dean the Great this weekend is a good example. Kenny, you know, these are names, by the way, four months ago, I didn't have a clue. When I saw the first mm. fight sheet from Mams, I'm like, Mams, right, run me through this before <laughs> we have the first. But what do what these guys do? Yeah, and... Yeah. And what what you have to expect is, and I guess that's the, the beauty of the name Misfits, is expect the unexpected. If you're a hardcore fan, this might not be for you, but try out because actually it's great fun. It's, they're novice boxers. Yes, they have an advantage because they have, or many of them have a multi-million following, but that's something positive for the sport. The money that comes in via, you know, via this business is going back into the sport yeah it's supporting gyms a lot of these guys are coming here with with pro trainers etc so don't come with the argument oh we're taking away from boxing no it's not you know sorry i'm going to try and keep my language down here but that's complete bs yeah this adds to the sport every eyeball my son's 14 he only gets into boxing because the first fight he watched was jj against logan paul which i Bought on the zone and watched in, in Europe at 5 a.m. Yeah, and 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 yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I still want that tenner back. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but, uh, but no, with that, and that's it. And that's it's. But it's consistent. It's not like we sold out the O2. Mm. You got four months ago. So I'm going to go into the promoter round. No, no, go ahead, there, bro. Go we, ahead. we launched really four months ago. Let's face it. Mm. We announced four months ago. Mm. So a lot of people, I reckon, at the time were saying, well, they go out, sell out the O2 in record time for a crossover event, for biggest ever attendance, live attendance at a crossover event. And then it's going to be sort of like, yeah, then it might do, you know, something here and there. No, 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 we, hold on. We, we had 10 million unique views a month later in Sheffield. Here we are in Austin, Texas. We've got repeat names on the cards. Careers are growing. We're about to announce a massive, massive pay-per-view. And by the way, when you hear pay-per-view in boxing, it's always like, oh, they're taking money, taking money. Wait, hold on. This, the last two shows have been free on the zone. Yeah? So we're, we're out there doing our thing, making this bigger, and bringing something serious to a space that, from my eyes, before, I'm not going to say names here, I don't want lawsuits, but there were companies not paying fires. There were events being pulled on a on a weekly basis, like you'd hear, oh, they're going to box on the top of the Burj Al Arab or whatever, uh, and then the event was pulled off like three days before. You see fighters getting screwed over from the outside, and 
we wanted to bring something that's longevity, mm. that it's not about the quick buck. Mm. It's about building a brand. And look how far we've come in four months. Give us four years and you'll see. For sure. And when you talk about sustainability, I, I look back at the 2019 event, KSI Logan mm. Paul 2, which was huge. But it was a very YouTuber-focused event. And it stopped the YouTuber world for a week. It was fantastic yeah. fun. There was obviously some, some professional core box on that car, but all of the crossover fights were YouTubers. That seems to be evolving, right? Longer term, as we build out the Misfits brand, the X-Series brand, where does this go? Does it go into broader celebrity waters? Is it, is it politicians? Is it musicians? It, what, is the, it, what is the ambition? And th this is the beauty of it. It's open to anyone who's got a following and is going to dedicate their time to this. Anyone who's a public figure and wants to settle a beef or has has some kind of uh, a grudge against someone else and they want to settle it like men in the ring. You and Joe Weller, for example, potentially. He, in the he, wants, <laughs> he wants it in the car park. And I said, I was look, yeah, there's no one in the car park. I waited. <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately, I think, I think that's the cool thing about it. It's open to all walks of life, all different, you know, and, and we, we will always accommodate and match make in, in the fairest way possible. But at the end of the day, I think I think um, it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment, yeah. exactly that. that. That's an interesting point because the world you come from, where you started your career, YouTube, yeah, has that world has served the next generation of consumers, right, who've grown up with the internet, mm. with a whole range of entertainment formats that I, in my mid thirties, did not have growing up. Yeah. The range of entertainment options now is much broader. The concern that some parts of the sports industry has is how do those kids behave when they get older are they going to like and engage with sport as much as the previous generations did so the blending of sport and entertainment call it sportainment call it crossover call it whatever you want how do you see that evolving do you think it goes into other sports or do you think it's restricted to fight sports um i think it will blend into other sports as well i i think for us right now uh we're focused on boxing and you know like that's what that's my bread and butter that's what i know i've been in the in camp i've you know fought sparred done all the things and you know i've been in events and i've you know done everything i need to do and i feel like that's why i know like for me it made sense to have a company where i'm able to make sure the the fighters are the main focus rather than just trying to make as much money as possible making sure that all the fighters are you know we're slowly building them building each fighter up, you know, win or lose, we're always building them, creating a story so that people are invested in them and then it's basically everyone winning at the end of the day. And uh, for me, that's that was always my main goal. And then, yeah, obviously I've got other goals, you know, left, right and centre. But for me, when it comes to misfits, it's all about making sure everyone wins. Great. Let's talk about those other goals. We, we referenced it at the start. The breadth of your career in the last few years has been impressive. Yeah. Um, you've gone from, when I first met you three or four years ago, you were very much beefing with, with Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. Now building a, a multi-billion dollar hydro... Well, we don't know if it's a billion. So, so Matt yeah. tells me. You didn't say what currency. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you can't get a bottle of this stuff in the US or the UK. Tell us about the background to that, how you came to work with Logan, how you put your differences aside, and tell us about the Prime Hydration Project. Um, well, it's a long story, but, you know, it all started with me, you know, fighting Joella, beating him, and then calling out, you know, one of the Pauls, Jay Paul, Logan Paul, any of the Pauls. And then, you know, Logan Paul stood up or decided to fight me. We had two fights. Uh, I ended up winning, and then that was kind of that. But then we had a podcast 
and you know we just talked out and we had a lot of mutual friends who said you know me and logan are quite similar like we'd be like great friends if we weren't you know fighting etc so you know there was always that respect but we were, we didn't really see eye to eye until we actually talked you know on this podcast and you know on his podcast and really talked and you know experienced and understood each other and we were like oh wow this is we're actually like this is kind of cool and then you know a few times we talk talk and then yeah eventually we set our differences aside uh he helped me with the ksi show and then he came up to me with an idea and he was like oh bro like i've got this um prime hydration drink and i want you to be a part of it and i was very skeptical because uh, i actually wanted to create my own like uh drink company but you know i i you know, asked for some flavors. I wanted to make sure I tasted it, make sure it was all good, high quality product. And yeah, I loved it. And I was like, cool, let's go. And then now me and him launched Prime, you know, in the UK and US, and it's just taken everything by storm. Taken Asda by storm. Well, I mean, it's crazy. My parents who are angry at me because they can't get prime and their and their kids are constantly asking their their parents go to Asda and get some prime go to Asda and get some prime and then as the workers are getting annoyed because they don't have prime and then oh, it's just a huge mess but uh, we're working on increasing the supply but the demand is just crazy high yeah. i have to say that we asked the uh, the zone staff this week their question yeah. we sort of opened up saying you know ask your kids we're interviewing KSI yeah. your kids in their teenage years whatever all the questions oh, were about Prime and yeah. how we could get some Prime to the Hammersmith office in London so we'll talk about that offline yeah, sure. but I think based on the size I of Mamsie's sunglasses he might need some hydration drinks today as well we can get to that later on but he's always yeah. Prime yeah. he's always Prime I wanted, I wanted to ask JJ a question mm. and, and you know when it comes a little bit to the relationship behind Prime and you and Logan in classic boxing very often you have feuds as well. I mean, yours, yeah, yours yeah. and Logan's was a very was special very, one. Very intense. Shannon, <laughs> Shannon the Cannon yesterday, yeah, the, uh, yeah. the reunion. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got him in my ear now. Let's go, champ. Real. Um, but often fighters have told me, my, my fighters I've promoted and friends over the years, you know, you, you do settle a beef in the ring, don't you? Oh, 100%. And was it also a case of, you? obviously, the, you said about the when on the podcast afterwards and stuff, but did you feel that... and have you ever spoken to Logan about it? Did you, after that night, feel you you did your thing in the ring, mm. you, you you were man-to-man, and that sort of helped overcome the animosity, let's call it? Was it, was it well, was yeah, I, a I, process for I you? I think it's, you know, it takes a lot to get into, get into the ring in the first place, and then to go in with another man and then just battle it out, and then after, just be like, yeah, cool. It's, it's, you know, there's a lot of respect there. And I, I, I think even if you absolutely hate someone, um, I think there's always going to be that respect that you were able to come through and trade with me. Even after you beat Jake Paul. Well, <laughs> I mean... That was my next I th- question. I think, I think <laughs> with Jake, like, I think... It, You'd have, to, you'd have to do, is, like, 38 rounds, gonna be 38 round fight, the, the, like, maybe. No, <laughs> I think the respect is always going to be there. No matter who is in the ring with me, I'm going, I'm going to always respect them because, you know, they've said, yes, let's fight. Yeah. And that takes a lot of balls. Yeah. So, you know, for me, you know, the respect is always going to be there. But, like, whether I want to do anything after, you know, that's that's yeah. another case. So. Yeah. Fascinating. 
Let's talk about the, the Jake Paul fight. It's probably the yeah. most anticipated one um, for you. I would say the fans want to see that fight. Yeah, that's right. yep. Jake's obviously, I think, despite any personal feelings between the two of you, you have, I think we all have to respect what Jake's done with his boxing yeah, no, during the course, last few years. When do you see that fight happening? Is it a fight you want? Um, how do you see that fight playing out? How do you think it comes to be? Well, you know, I'd love it to be next year. Uh, I, you know, I, I said the main reason I came back into boxing or one of the main reasons I came back to boxing was A, for Misfit, so I can actually, like, you know, work on fixing the whole YouTuber crossover boxing space because it was so messy after I left. Uh, after I left with Logan and um, me and versus Logan. So I wanted to sort that out, and that's why we created Misfits. And then also Jake Paul. I wanted to fight and beat Jake Paul because, for me, you know, legacy is so, is so important. Like, I don't care about money, believe it or not. <laughs> like, money, money comes and money goes, but what is, for me, the most important thing is legacy. That gives me purpose. And I know with Jake... You know, I you know, I beat Logan, but Jake was that one person, the one thing that was always in the back of my head being like, oh, you haven't finished this, you haven't finished this. And, you know, I tried to ignore it, you know, just focusing on music for several years, but after a while, it just got to a point where it was just itching and scratching at me, and I felt like I needed to finally, you know, scratch that itch. And that's why I came back into the boxing scene. And now my focus is just working on got different goals, smaller goals, smaller goals until I reach the main goal, which is Jake Paul. And, you know, I'd love the fight to be next year, but obviously negotiations and talking back and forth can take long, as we've seen with several fights <laughs> uh, in the boxing scene. But, uh, yeah, that that is definitely my goal, my main goal. And 2023, obviously, that being an ambition of yours, I'm sure Prime's a big part of your plans. I'm sure your music is. What else have you got planned? What are you thinking about for your broader career in the next 12 months? Uh, well, I mean, Sidemen is always there as well. I'm always going to be doing videos with them. Um, I've got my own channel that I'm just going to be posting. You know, for me, I see YouTube as the core, the hub. Without YouTube, none of this is possible. And that's why, you know, I've never stopped doing YouTube videos, uh, except that period in 2017. But um, most of the time, yeah, like I've always just come back to YouTube to make sure it's always just I'm always pumping content and you know that's that's my fan base and that you know there's a lot of people there love me and love my content so and then throughout you know there's always there's always going to be things left right and center um you know I'm working on an album next year uh I'm yeah misfits several uh fights um festivals etc like I'm always going to be doing something. There's never a dull day. <laughs> Even next year, I see my calendar is like blank. And I'm like, there ain't no way that's going to be blank when we get closer to that year. But, uh, you know, I, I love it. I enjoy it. Like, I love I love the space I'm in. You know, I, I say no to a lot of things because, you know, I get so many, so many deals, so many people throwing stuff at me being like, oh, do you want to do this? you want to do this? And, you know, they're throwing millions and millions and millions. But, you know, they don't realize that when it comes to money, I don't care. Like, for me, it's all focused on making sure I do what's right for my legacy. And right now, I'm in a great space. That's a nice space to be in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to wrap this up, obviously, with our X-Series hats on as our, as our partners, next 12 months, obviously, we're early in this journey. Mams, Kala, where do you see this going? What are your ambitions in the next 12, 15 months with, with, our, with our new project together? I mean, consistency. Uh, I think that's the key in a space that is so wild. You need 
a solid framework. So, you know, you don't want to make it boring, but at the same time, you want to know, um, you know, that Misfits, the zone X, 005, 006, 007. So, you know, we've been looking at all sorts of spaces, places, and, um, you know, we mentioned Switzerland recently. The nice thing about boxing is, and a little bit to your question earlier to JJ, like what other sports do you see? Well, first of all, boxing is a unique sport. You know, in terms of settling these beefs um, in that in that other world, yeah, and but also it's a sport that travels like no other. You know, you can talk about, I don't know, we're going to go and do a, 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 a YouTube golf curling, go, a curling tournament. Yeah. It, we would still need to organise that probably over years, whereas an event, as you know, in, in classic boxing or crossover boxing, takes three months, two three months. You know, and. That's saying that next year you're very active, of course, together with DAZN, you know, and we're going to go X, well, hopefully by the end of next year we'll be at X010, something yeah. like that. And, and we'll go, and, and the guys that have boxed three times will probably have boxed six times on the show then. See us on the fighting side, maybe you say a bit more, but, the, you know, tying guys up to multi-fights, giving them that security that they've never had before. They know their checks get paid. They don't bounce like a basketball. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they they know that they're in, in an environment. Yes, this is boxing, by the way. And yes, it is, you know, there are risks as there's in normal boxing. But we do it on a, on. we don't leave one box unticked. That's the Wasserman element here. That's, that's where we come in. That's where we make sure that everything is, yes, you know, let's all have a bit of fun around weigh-ins mm. and press conferences. But hey, this is a serious sport, yeah? This is this is a serious problem. We don't do exhibitions and two-minute rounds and things because I don't think that's right for the fans. I don't think that also gives the artists and the the performers, the athletes here, the right platform to perform. You know, and uh, you've seen that in, in certain other other businesses in the space. And I, and I just think we've already taken over in terms of being the place to go. And I think that's we'll just march forward to that next year with consistency, consistency, mm. consistency. As as much as it's beautiful to have, you know, JJ is a, as a big partner in this and very much important. I think JJ is also, and I'm speaking out turn to stop me if I'm wrong, no, but this is about misfits, yeah. And it's you know J, JJ's brand in boxing and creating that so that it that has longevity that it's around in 10, 15 years time. Yeah, yeah? that's what this is about. And you know, at the same time. JJ can do his big, big nights and, and, and fight as long as he wants to fight. But he's so invested in the sport as, as, a, as, as, a, as, a, as a promoter. Yeah, as a but, promoter. But, also, but I think also that you have real empathy. I'm not saying promoters always have empathy. <laughs> Let's not go down that path right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, he does really like they get They're both Mams and JJ. They get really enjoyment about, like, oh, when they're coming back, this, you know, it's a real family feel to it and and it, it's for me it's you know 23 years in promoting boxing all over the world at every level and it's fresh it's it's nice to be around appreciative people it's it's very exciting and i think we're developing careers and and characters and long after jj says look i'm gonna hang the gloves up we we want to continue to have Who's the next KSI Logan? Who's the next KSI Jake? And, yeah. and continue to create these storylines. And, and ever since we've started, my DMs, my emails have been flooded with all different types of celebrities from, 
you know, actors, actresses, um, Politici politicians, all kinds of people who, who want to get involved. So I think as we expand and as we continue, um, we're, we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. And it's just uh, it's a fantastic opportunity and a platform for people to test themselves and take take boxing seriously. And also, um, even JJ, as, as a great example, how much better are you as a boxer, as an athlete? How much better is your mindset and your discipline no, than it was when made, you started? It's made a huge difference, huge difference. Uh, like mentally, I've never been in such a great space. And I feel like, you know, the the training and the discipline has really helped towards that. Great. Listen, we're very excited about it too at the zone. I think we're out of time here, but thank you, the three of you, for your time today. Yeah, look forward to a big 2023. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Cheers, guys. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Cheers.